0: This week, I'm answering a question from Boris about buying a distressed business. Stay tuned. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the podcast, YouTube channel, and blog, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like and be sure to hit subscribe and let's get to it. Hey, everyone, it's David Barnett. I want to read a question that Boris left um, and he asks. and, And so he was watching a video that I had made quite a while ago called Good Deals on Distressed Businesses, Buying Distressed Businesses and How to Buy a Small Business. Um, and Boris asks, please can you do another one about buying a business that is distressed and is having huge debts? How can the deal be done? Is it doable? Great question, Boris. So, what I did is I, I, I thought about this for a little bit and I've kind of divided distressed businesses into three different categories here for the purpose of present of illustration here today. So the first category are businesses that don't make money on an operating basis which means they've got a bunch of equipment, machinery, inventory, whatever they've invested in, and they're serving customers. But at the end of the day, there's no profit. And and we can use several measures of profitability when we look at small businesses. So we could say that the owner is working in the business and not even taking a paycheck, and the business is just barely surviving. Uh, And that would be one person's definition of, you know, not making money on an operating basis. My definition of not making money on an operating basis is if you can't also pull out a salary for yourself as the owner operator working full time for what that management position would normally be paid if you're working for someone else. So I, I kind of hold small businesses to a bit of a higher standard. Now, for that kind of business, I made a video a couple months ago called What If It's Worth The Equipment? which dives more deeply into that video. Maybe we'll put a link floating here on the screen. So that's if it's not making money on an operating basis. Now, what if it is making money on an operating basis? So we're making a profit in the business, we're able to take a salary. There is a profit over and above the salary of the, of the owner. Uh, we'll call that EBITDA, Earnings Before Taxes, Interest Depreciation, and Amortization. Um, and But here's the question is, EBITDA is literally earnings before interest, interest, finance charges, right? So what if it's making money on an operating basis, but um, there's too much debt? So let's say that the business has an operating, uh, or sorry, an enterprise value of half a million dollars. This is what the cash flow would be worth. But there's debts of $700,000, right? So what do you do if the thing's only worth 500 but there's debts of 700 the the answer is if that business is going to be sold either the current owner if they're able to service those debts they either have to fix the business and grow the cash flow to make it worth more than what is owed so they can sell it believe me they probably tried that right so there's some other issue that's preventing them from doing that or if you're going to buy that business you have to make sure that none of those debts somehow find their way over to you. I mean, assuming some of those debts may be part of your acquisition strategy, right? So so that is totally an option, but you don't want to take over $700,000 worth of debt for a business that's worth half a million. That wouldn't make sense for you. So what's going to happen to some of that debt if you're able to negotiate an agreement with that seller to buy that business? Someone somewhere is going to have to take a loss. And that would be either a lender writing down the amount of debt that they have, uh, agreeing to accept less for the business to be sold, or um, you know the the seller is going to have to sell you the assets of the business. You're going to have to make sure that there's no liens or claims of some of those creditors that are going to follow those assets. So you certainly want to make sure you have good uh, legal advice in uh, in doing that transaction to make sure that any uh, liens like ucc filings in the states or any uh, ppsa registered liens in canada for example have been removed in the in the sale of those assets and so sometimes in that kind of arrangement the creditor may be a party to the negotiation so the seller says look i'm not making money here I've, i've lost money i want out Mr. Creditor, if you want to get some money for what I owe you, then you're going to have to sign off on this sale. And I described that in a video that I made back in 2020, where I interviewed a gentleman named Kenny Butler. um, And it's called uh, Remove Burdensome Debt When Buying a Business. And we'll put a link to that one here. So someone's going to have to take a bath. um, And It's either the creditors are going to have to agree to less, which means that they're probably going to put something on the credit report of the seller because that would be a negotiated settlement. Right. So that would be bad for their credit score or at least the secured creditors who might have a lien against the assets of the business. um, You may buy that business. Those creditors may be paid off. But then probably some of the other debts that the business owner has, uh, maybe unsecured credit cards, line of credits, that kind of thing. And they'll have to deal with that on their own. And it may result in them filing a bankruptcy or something like that. And so tough conversations, right? Because the person already knows that they're in trouble. Some people have the mistaken belief, you know, if I can't figure out how to make this business work, I'll just sell it, right? And then they come out into the market looking to sell it and they realize that this this asset they believe they owned may have some value. It might be earning money, as I said, on an operating basis, but it's not worth enough uh, to cover off the debts that are there. And, you know, buying a business like this, of course, uh, in the world of small business, you'd be doing this as an asset purchase. Um, this, these kinds of transactions do get done in the, in the world of big business, where somebody buys equity, which technically has a negative value, uh, and then they try to work through and change the business in an effort to, to have it resurface, you know, uh, Phoenix, you know, regrowing re out of its ashes uh, to try to be profitable. But the success rate of the, you know, I, I was once on the website of uh, a professional organization for turnaround people, uh, and they're very proud of their success rate, which is something like one in six businesses are successfully turned around. Just, just to give you an idea, like it's it's tough to do this kind of thing. So that would be the second category of distressed, that there's simply more debt than the business is worth. Now, there's a third category of distressed businesses, and this is where the business's enterprise value, let's say again, maybe it's worth half a million dollars. They have debts that are less than that, but the debts are structured improperly so that the payments required to service the debts are more than the cash that is available out of the business. So in this case, we've got a business that is able to make money. The owner is able to draw a salary. There is an EBITDA level of profit beyond that, but the EBITDA is not enough to service the debts. And so they're continuously running out of cash and they're, and, you know, they've they probably have had to seek short-term credit solutions to try to put band-aids on their immediate problems. So this is when a business owner has an issue they don't have access to properly uh, structured debt so they're not able to get a loan amortized over several years that they can afford to pay. So they're instead forced to do something like get a merchant cash advance so they get an immediate infusion of cash which solves their immediate problem but now They've committed themselves to such high debt repayments that they can't get ahead and they may not be able to service those debts and they're falling further and further behind. They feel the pressure, but there still is something of value there. The the business is in this example worth half a million, but they can't service the debts because they are improperly capitalized or financed. So in this kind of situation you could work out a deal you wouldn't want to assume those debts because you would just be taking over the same problem that they had but if you could you know take a business that had for example these short-term loans leases merchant cash advances that that were all at very high cost or maybe the the seller has a lot of debts financed on a credit card at 20 or 24 percent interest for example and you went and bought this business with a traditional bank loan or an sba loan if you're in the United States and amortized it over seven or 10 years, right? You would take the same amount of debt, push it over a long period of time, and you would more than comfortably be able to make those payments from the cash flow of the business. This is the sweet spot of distressed businesses. If you can find one like this, there are ample opportunities to figure out how you can do a deal. The seller can end up selling for enough money to clear out their debts, and they can walk away from it. Um, And often it's businesses end up in a situation like this because the sellers just aren't good managers. So why couldn't they get access to the same kind of debt solution that you have? Well, they don't manage their money properly. They don't pay their bills on time. Maybe personally, they missed credit card payments. So their credit score is lower. There's all kinds of reasons why they weren't able to do the deal the way you could. Now, there are some people that go looking for businesses in this category who will do something like channel sponsor um, Mark Willis over at Lake Growth um, talks about the bank on yourself, um, life insurance, building an equity asset you can borrow against. There are people who will have um, you know access to hundreds of thousands of dollars in something like one of those life insurance policies, and they'll find a business like this and they'll just do a policy loan, write a check, buy the business and then reorganize the financing of the business afterwards, right? So they'll, they'll use the fact that they've got ready access to lots of cash to, honestly, to lowball the uh, seller like this, get as good a deal as they can, have a fast closing because there's no uh, barrier, there's no delay from having to do a bank loan process. Uh, there's no bank due diligence involved. They can move as quickly as they want because they've got access to the money. So they use that, spending power, that borrowing power to immediately do the deal, then they'll worry about refinancing or capitalizing the business after they've got it under their control. Um, there is a way out for business owners that are in this situation who have ended up with all of these merchant cra- cash advance debts, et cetera. Um, Kenny uh, Butler, who I mentioned earlier, his business, Bardwell Creative, they actually have a program where they teach people how to basically present your um, distress and work out and negotiate your way out of some of those high interest uh, low amortization debts like merchant cash advance Um, and he gave me a link which i'll put in the notes down below it is an affiliate link so if you click that and you do enroll in his program i I do end up getting a a commission on that Um, but i've been through the program it was one of the conditions uh, for. For signing up i said i want to go through it uh, and i can tell you it's a good program and what he teaches there is something that works um and uh and it is a way out for someone who feels trapped by um, these high cost financing programs but if you're a buyer and you run into someone in this situation who hasn't watched this video then i'm telling you this is the type of opportunity to look for and and i've had personal friends who have found deals like this where an owner's got a good, profitable business. Maybe there's a few tweaks that need to be worked out. Like in the case of a restaurant, maybe they're not doing proper portion control. They, they're they not pricing properly. They don't understand how to you know make sure that they're achieving the gross margin that they think they are. So there's a few tweaks and problems, but the biggest part of the problem is short-term high-cost financing that is starving the business of cash. And so if you can find that kind of scenario, then there's definitely a way to make it work uh, and to come out uh, on top with a good offer that's gonna help that seller get out of their tough spot uh, and get you into a profitable business, uh, hopefully that you're gonna manage better than what the seller has. And with that, um, we'll say see you later. If uh, if you're interested in learning about how to buy a business, then uh, head over to businessbuyeradvantage.com. It's where I explain all the different services that I offer to people who wanna buy a business, consulting and my online courses, uh, Chiefly Business Buyer Advantage, uh, which is now grown to over 14 hours of online content. Uh, hundreds of students have gone through there. Uh, almost 100 uh, percent level of complete satisfaction amongst the students. I know that you'll enjoy it. Uh, I take people through the whole process from start to finish. And then there have been bonus modules added over the class, course of the last few years too that add on that. And, uh, and so I'll say thank you very much. With that, I'll say see you later. And uh, we'll head out with a message from uh, from Mark, our channel sponsor. Cheers. Special thanks quote to today's video sponsor, Mark Willis of Lake Growth Financial. Mark helps people better manage their personal wealth and business finances through the bank on yourself insurance strategy. This is something I've done personally and I've gotten lots of positive feedback from people I've worked with over the years. Go to newbankingsolution.com to find a playlist of all the interviews I've done with Mark and to learn more about the advantages of these programs. While there, sign up to arrange a conversation about what this solution might look like for you. So, how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy! Head over to my blog site at davidcbarnett.com. You'll find hundreds of articles and videos, all for free. You'll find links to my books and online courses, and you can sign up for my email list and get emails covering topics that interest you and be notified of new videos.